With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to America's Community Voices on Blog Talk Radio. Good My name is Ronald Brookins, and I am your host, along with our co-host, Mr. Donald Brookins. Hello, Donald. How are you Good doing? afternoon, everyone. Uh, we want to welcome to our show um, a young lady, a very dynamic young lady, and someone that we both are very big fans of. She is a photographer, and she describes herself as a style photographer, and we're going to ask her about a freelance style photographer, and she has many other interests as it relates to photography. Uh, she says that she is uh, the best darn self-portrait photographer that ever walked the planet. We got to ask about her about that too. But she's many other things besides a photographer. Uh, she's a wife. She's a mother. She's a daughter. Um, she's also in the healthcare field. She's a healthcare professional. She's a licensed practical nurse, and she is certainly, while the 70s may be her her favorite time period. She is certainly a woman of the 21st century. Welcome, Latrina Bryant. How are you doing, my dear? I'm good. Thank you, guys, for having me. Well, we're very happy to have you with us today. So, Ms. Bryant, I want to start off by talking about your business, uh, Latrina Bryant Photography. Tell us how you formed that business, what it took to get it started, and how have you developed since you started? Well, I think like most photographers, it starts out as a hobby, but eventually you have people coming to you asking, oh, will you take my photograph or will you shoot my wedding, and you do a few, and then eventually more people come, and before you know it, it's kind of turned into a business now. It's not something just for your pleasure. It's something that people are actually asking you to do for them, so that's kind of how it all started, and um Originally, I just wanted an outlet where I can just show my love for photography. And once I put it out there on different social media networks, that's when I started to get other people asking me to shoot things for them. That's kind of how it all started. So when you say you started getting other people to ask you to shoot things for them, so organically this business suddenly developed and you started performing certain services for people who requested it. So what type of photography uh, services uh, or do you offer? Well, I shoot, um, I've shot weddings, family portraits, individual portraits, um, children, kind of like a little catch-all for, you know, whatever you want, I can shoot it. But, of course, my main love is to shoot clothes. I like to shoot people 
in their clothes. Style is my thing. I just, I'm so excited to shoot anyone wearing anything stylish. That's what fuels me. Well, so let's move on to that whole idea and concept of style photography. Uh, explain to me what it is. I mean, is it a, an established niche in photography, or is it something that you're seeking to develop? I feel like I may be seeking to develop it. I mean, there are fashion photographers, but I feel like when you're, when you're talking about fashion photography, you're more talking about the high-end, more expensive, these elaborate shoots um, done by some of the magazines. And I personally just like to shoot normal, everyday people in their sense of style. Like if you're wearing something stylish and it feels good to you and you feel like you look great in it, I want to shoot you in it because I'm fueled by your energy on how well you feel in what you're wearing. Wow, that's a good answer. Now, let me ask you, um, uh, I know that you have a blog. Um, Tell us about the blog. Tell us uh, what's the purpose of the blog. How how does that fit in your scheme of things as far as photography is concerned? Because um, I've had a chance to look at the blog, and it's just more—it's more than just the blog. I mean, um, you really do take a position about fashion, about photography, about all those things you just previously spoke about. So, talk a little bit about the blog, please. Well, I think originally when I started the blog. It was more for me, my own personal reasons, is because I didn't really want to play out into society's stereotypes. And when I say that, I'm really talking about um, the King Magazine-type images that a lot of women, a lot of black women, um, are putting out there nowadays. Because I feel like you should, you should be classy and you can be beautiful without putting emphasis on your body parts, because I feel like you should show the world that you're more than that. And you can be very stylish and do that. You don't have to be almost naked to have someone look at you. So originally, I think that's how all this came about, is that I, I wanted to shoot models, and I shot a few but because I'm a photographer as well, I didn't feel like they were really giving me what I wanted to put out there. So I started just putting myself in the clothes, and then I just put myself in front of the camera. And then I just put the image out there that I feel like is worthy of a, a, a young black woman. So when you go on my blog, you'll see that. So I noticed that you know when you say that you started shooting yourself, so you you actually style you pick out all those styles in which in which I'm seeing that, that you're dressing in and then you photograph yourself. Correct. Okay. Do you do you do that with other? Do you have like a other group of people, uh, local uh, models, etc. That you work with? Um, when I lived in Georgia, I used to have a small little crew of models that I would do that with. But once I left Georgia, um. I just wasn't happy with what I was finding here in in Florida, in Tampa. So (laughs) that's why I kind of put myself in the pictures. But, yeah, originally I used to shoot models in in Georgia, like a few, just a handful. And then I kind of got, you know, they just wasn't giving me what I wanted. So 
I was like, well, you know what? I know how to do it better than anybody else. I'm just going to put myself in the clothes, and then I'll show the world, you know, how a young black woman should look and how she should wear her clothes. That's kind of how it all originally started, really. Well, I, I know that you're, you're very uh, active on social media, but uh, the photographs that you take, have any of them ended up any, in, in any other print form like magazine? Have you submitted to any magazines or anything like that? I don't really submit them to magazines. Um, I don't know. I, I just really don't. I don't think that that's like my main focus. Although I've been in local papers, um, the CL Creative Loafing here in Tampa, I've been in that paper probably about three times. But I don't really seek out those people. They kind of find me on social media, and, and if they ask, I will lend my images to them freely. It's fine. So I don't those, have a problem. Those are great publications. Those are great publications. Ronald, do you have a question? Yes, I mean, as we move on with the questioning and, and, and sort of piggybacking on what Donna asked you about, um, the styling part of it in which you are working as a stylist for all intents and purposes, have you ever thought about that as a, as a natural evolution of what you do in becoming a stylist for those who, who would seek your advice or seek your services? I never really thought about it. Um, it's crazy because when I'm out and about, uh, people will come up to me, like this one girl, for instance, maybe a few weekends ago, just turned to me, a total stranger, and she was asking me, oh, do you think this looks good or that looks good? And so I gave her my opinion, and she actually took my opinion, and she bought the items, and I was like, wow, I feel kind of flattered that she was asking me. She doesn't know me from, you know, Adam, and here she is asking me my opinion on style. So I was kind of happy about that, but I never really thought about doing it, you know, for the masses, just for my own well, personal that, sake. Well, what's interesting about that, Trina, is that if you look at the things that you put out, on Facebook for all of those who are your friends and your fans on your blog for your blog page. When you, if you look at the stuff that you put out, I mean, you you put out a nice volume of different types of work, and with some good explanations of what you were trying to capture in terms of the clothing and in terms of the location shots. Uh, that's another thing that I really like about you is that you emphasize and you you've taken great advantage of the locales in which you've taken the pictures. Can you talk about how you choose locales? For pictures. My locations come from just out there. I mean, if I feel like that's not where someone would shoot, that's where I'll go to shoot. Um, you know, it could be like in a, uh, a an alley where there's dumpsters or whatever, because I really only need a small section of that area. So, I mean, some people like, oh, if there's a dumpster there or whatever. I don't really care about that because I know that that's not going to be seen. So it's I really can shoot anywhere, honestly. I, I've shot everywhere, anywhere, from my closet to the alleys, the parks, beaches. You know, I try not to go where the norm goes. You know, a lot of people go to parks and beaches. I kind of like to go in more, I don't want to say scummy areas, but, you know, not the norm. In urban areas. Yeah, I love let that. Me ask, let, me, let me ask a question, because I, we're talking about the type of photography that you do and the pictures that you've done. 
can we let's talk about how you became a photographer? When did you first become interested in photography? The first time I became interested in photography was in the sixth grade. I remember it vividly. We had a professional photographer come, film cameras, of course, during this time. He brought the cameras. We all, you know, had our own. He let us loose outside of the classroom, and he told us to shoot anything we wanted. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was the only one that was either on the ground or I was shooting ants or I was in a corner. I, You know, everybody else, they were shooting each other. And I felt like, man, I, you know, I'm, why am I doing this? But I, you know, went on ahead and I did it. And when he bought the films back to us and I saw what I shot, I was very impressed. And I knew from that moment on that that was it for me. I knew that I was going to be some type of photographer or I was going to always, always have a camera with me. And from that day on, I've always had a camera. I loved it. It was just so magical to me. So speaking of your instrument, the camera, you mentioned the fact that when you first started that the cameras that the professional photographer provided were film. But obviously we reached technology has changed things, and there are different types of cameras now. Let's talk about the different types of cameras that are available and what, what, what's your favorite type, and talk about how you developed in using different types of cameras over the years. <laughs> My absolute favorite type of camera is a film camera. Although all the work you see on my blog, it's digital. But for just personal reasons, I love a film camera. I love everything that most digital camera photographers, um, they don't like. Like with film, you get the grain. With digital, a lot of photographers try to take that noise out because they don't like a grainy picture. I don't like my pictures to look very perfect. So, I mean, although you go on my blog, my pictures look perfect, but for my own personal reasons, I just love film. I love the light leaks, the blurriness, the unpredictable, you know, images that you get. You don't know what you're going to get. You just shoot. So I feel like shooting film really makes you a better photographer. It's so easy to uh, redo it with digital with film, you have to know what you're doing. You get it or you don't, and I, I love that. It is what it is. That's why I love film. But, of course, you know, there's, you know, the typical original film cameras. There's box cameras. There's your water, uh, underwater cameras, underwater digital cameras, regular digital cameras, of course, your cell phones, iPods. So everybody today is really a photographer. I think everybody has the capability of being a photographer. There's too many avenues for you not to get up and snap a picture some kind of way. What would you recommend for someone that's getting started out and interested in, in, in photography and how they can they develop their skills? How would you recommend that they do that? I just recommend that you just shoot. I don't care what it is. You can shoot film. You can shoot digital as long as you shoot. And with technology being the way that it is, you really don't even have to take a class per se. You can take a class for your own knowledge and your own, you know, you know, purpose that you like to do, whatever. But really with Google and YouTube, 
you can learn all you need to know about photography, really, without stepping inside of a classroom. But the main thing is the more you shoot, the better you get. And I've been shooting for a long time. Well, since we know that photography is your passion and sort of like your your main hobby, tell us uh, what do you do as a profession? I know that we had mentioned earlier that you are a nurse. Tell us about that, that health aspect of your career. I am. I'm a nurse. I'm a licensed practical nurse, and currently I work, I get my work through an agency um, for several reasons. One, I like the flexibility of working with an agency Why I can make my own schedule. I can go where I want in regards to work, and I'm not locked into a nine-to-five. And not being locked into a schedule allows me to do what I really, really love, which is my photography. So on days where I'm not working as a nurse, that's what I'm doing. I'm out shooting something. So, but, yeah, currently I work um, two places, really. I work in a long-term care facility, and I also work at a jail. And I do those sometimes because my status is PRN, which is as needed, when needed, when available. That's when I go. And I like that schedule because it allows me to do what I really, really, really love to do, and that's the whole photography thing. Oh, that's great. Uh, Can you talk about your family because you're married, you also are a mother? Tell us about your husband and your child. Um, Well, my husband is retired military. He's in the United States Air Force, and I'm very proud of him for that because um, I know there was moments where I was really afraid for him uh, when he went to, you know, Pakistan. I was really afraid because every day I would wake up and there would be something on the news about some type of explosion or a bomb or something going off. So I was really afraid for him. I was happy when he came back. He's done uh, about three three tours in Korea. Um, our son is 14. We only have one. Uh, he's and just started high school. So I was kind of fearful for him starting high school, but he's a good boy, and so far I don't have any issues with him. He's been on the right track. So I'm very, very thankful that I have a very good husband and I have a nice child, and we're, we're working really hard to keep him on the right track. And I think that's important. It's important for people to know that, uh, and, you know, not all African Americans are coming from broken homes or they're, you know, there's a lack of a father figure in the home. So it's important for me to definitely keep my family unity together, and it's important. I feel like that's something that the community should also know. So tell me something, because uh, did you, uh, when your husband was in the military, you weren't always stationed here in Tampa. You weren't always here. You traveled with him, or were you just living in Georgia? Um, we tra- well, we traveled with him where we could, where we could. We did not live in Korea, but we did go visit. Um, of okay. course, we didn't go to Pakistan because that was a very uh, dangerous area to be in, but we, he, he got stationed in California, so we all moved to California. Um, at one point, we all lived in Orlando. At one point, we all lived in Georgia. So where we could, we traveled. But when we couldn't, um, 
So my husband would send us back here to Tampa so I would be around my family since he could not be with us. He at least wanted me to be around my family. Speaking about being around your family, tell us about some of the positive people in your life as you were growing up. I had so many positive people in my life. Um, I mean, I was raised by my aunt. Um, she was, she is, not was, because she's still alive and still very much like everything to me. She raised me. Although my father was around, he didn't really know how to really raise a, a little girl. So she stepped in when she honestly did not have to. She stepped in. She asked him to, you know, could she raise me? And he agreed, and I'm so glad that he did because if without her, I honestly don't know where I would be today. I really don't. I mean, she's like everything. And my son, I mean, although she's technically my aunt, she's the only mother that I have, really. She's the only mother that I have, and my son calls her grandma and has been calling her grandma since day one. And I'm, I'm so glad that she stepped in and, and raised me and did everything that she, she, she's done for me. I mean, she's the greatest. I could not have asked for anybody else better to raise me. Plus, I mean, I mean it's like everyone in my family. I don't really have any negative um, people that I could say was a bad influence on me. You know, growing up, education was stressed. Um, I mean, if you, you know, couldn't go to college or whatever, still do the best that you can, you know, um, be the best person that you could in the community, you know, just grow up and, and you know, be, just be the best person that you can. So I feel like um, that is, like, the number one thing that stuck with me is that I'm thankful that I came from a very good family and that that's, that's the, 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 the values that they instilled in me. And like all the young people in my family, you had morals and you had goals, and I mean that's something that that was just the norm. And that that's kind of what bothers me today with a lot of you know the young black women growing up now is because when I was smaller, I remember them, you know, the older people in your your neighborhood or your family. They're saying, "Oh, put your dress down," or you know, "Oh, don't sit with your legs open." It's like nowadays. It's not like that. It's like the less you're wearing, I don't, I don't understand it. So that's like the number one thing is like when you, when, when you do go to my blog, I don't want people to see that you have to, you know, be half naked in order to get some type of attention. I feel like you can get just as much attention with your clothes on than you can with your clothes off. I, I feel like there is a huge lack of self-worth and morals and, um, respect and self values and all that in the black with a lot of black women today. So I I really wish that some of that would come back to them. Wow, tell us and and of course this person positive person in your life is your aunt Joyce. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. That's my aunt Joyce. So, so glad to hear that. I mean, I did. All of us need uh, that one or two important people in our lives to to keep us going to point us in the right direction. And certainly we commend her for all that she has done in making your, your life turn out as wonderful as it has. Now, yeah. I mean, we're going to get back into a couple of things that, uh, that I see that you talk about when you uh, describe yourself. And one of them that I'm interested in is a natural hairstylist. What is a natural hairstylist? 
<laughs> natural hair stylist. That means that I actually have natural hair, and I I enjoy styling it in different ways because I feel like there's a lack of knowledge when it comes to black women and why they choose to wear, why some may choose to wear um, weaves or anything else compared to their own natural hair because I feel like maybe you just don't know that it's very versatile and that you can uh, manage to do a lot of things with it. And in the end, it's just my personal opinion, I feel like it's best to be natural. So that's mm-hmm. another thing I like to show on my blog is that just because, and I have my hair locked in dreadlocks, but you're not locked in a style just because you locked your hair. You still, Your hair is still very versatile. So, I mean, that's why I kind of call myself a natural hair stylist because I know how to style my hair up. I really like the fact that you have come up with a definition of what beauty is, and it does not necessarily agree with what popular culture says is beauty. And, uh, for instance, you clearly stated that a woman can be attractive and beautiful wearing clothes and not having to be almost naked and almost pushing themselves into of their own sexuality. And you're defining that, that that's not necessarily what makes a woman attractive. So, uh, again, as you've evolved with your own style, um, what do you suggest, for, for, particularly for uh, younger women as they become uh, teenagers as how they should be dressing and what parents should maybe be looking at in terms of dressing their children? Well, I feel like, um, I mean, I know not all parents, but, I mean, a lot of the parents are buying the clothes for the young girls. So it's kind of hard to really have to rely on the parents because some of them are just as bad as the young girls. I feel like as long as they have someone, I don't know, someone close, it doesn't even have to be a relative, but just someone that they can look up to, someone who can kind of instill in them that they're, you know, it's it's their self-respect that they should be valuing. I mean, I don't know because, I mean, I don't have a daughter, but I have a son, and he's still young and impressionable. He's 14. But I've always been conscious of the way that I... I am around him because children look at you. And it's not just celebrities who are, that should be asked, oh, do you think you're a role model? I really think everyone in the community should be a role model to all the young children, you know, because they're looking up to you. And they're only going to repeat what they see you do. So if you're dressing inappropriately and sending a message to the community and society, that you yourself don't value your own self-respect or you don't have any value or any class, then it's kind of hard to have the young children come up and say anything other than what they see you do. I mean, they're going to do what they see you do. So it should really start in the home. But, I mean, some of these women, it's just I feel like they're lacking a lot of self-worth. Thank you very much. Um, we we get, got about three minutes left on the show, so I want to talk about how people can uh, can reach you on social media and see some of your work. Tell us about the different platforms in, in which in which you have uh, presence, and particularly your blog, your Facebook pages. I know you have something in YouTube. Tell us how someone can find you. 
Well, my blog is blog.latrinabryant.com. And I actually have a YouTube channel. My YouTube, you can find me under XOLB. Um, that's my YouTube name. Or you can just type in Latrina Bryant. And I'm also on um, Instagram. I, I love Instagram. And, again, XOLB is my Instagram name. And I'm also on Tumblr. And I have Flickr, but really not on it that often. But um, those are, like, my main ones. And, of course, my Facebook page is Latrina Bryant or Latrina Bryant Photography. You can find me on, on any of those social medias. Well, I, didn't I tell you time flies quickly on this program? Thank oh you God. so much, uh, Trina, for being with us today. We really wanted to present you to our listeners so they can have a chance to, to hear about you and, and all that you, you've done in photography as well as in your, your other profession as a nurse and talk about yourself and how you uh, develop your own career. So we really appreciate it. Uh, Donald, anything you want to say before we close out? Yeah, um, I'm so very proud of you. I mean, I, I think it's amazing what you've accomplished uh, not only in, in the healthcare profession, but also uh, with your photography. Um, uh, it just when I see it, when I see you do a posting on Facebook, I'm always interested in it. I'm always interested in reading what you have to say. So I think you are you are amazing. So you're a stylist, and and uh, I'm happy to say that I'm related to you. That you're my cousin, and thank you Yay. for letting us do this interview today. Yes, of course. Anytime, you know. Uh, I, this is like my first blog talk interview, so I really appreciate it. Well, we hope you'll be doing plenty more of them because we want people to discover you and discover what you're doing. And I know, you know, that's the old thing. If you do a certain type of work, you will attract certain people, and we think your work is worthy of attracting many people. Thank Aww. you so much, Trina. Thank you for having me. Okay, you have been listening to America's Community Voices on Blog Talk Radio with your hosts Donald Brookins and Ronald Brookins. We've had uh, as our very special guest Latrina Bryant, and uh, she is a professional photographer. She's a healthcare professional, a mother, and a very dynamic young woman. Thank you for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.